Hey y'all, this is James Flowers, and I'd like to welcome y'all to the podcast. You know, this is episode number one. Yes, I am here. I am doing this. And you know, I know we all quarantined and going crazy. If you don't know, you should know. But I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> Something my brother always says. But like, I'm a father of five, under five. So yeah, being quarantined is kind of rough. But I know how it feels. Just be safe. Keep your social distancing. For those of you who have to work, work. For those who want to work, be patient. It's coming. But in the meanwhile, you know, there's things we got to do to get there. Before a second, let's just talk about the craziness surrounding it all. Like, the things that you hear surrounding the coronavirus. It was created in a lab. It's a joke. Chinese created it. Somebody ate a bat. <laughs> Like, just the, the crazy stories that you can hear people say and the things people come up with. Um, no matter how believable or unbelievable, uh, the 5G, that was a really good one. I mean, I had my own conspiracy theories about that all with how it emits so much radiation and that's what's really making us sick. And then there's things that, oh, this is old, animals have been had it, but it's not transferable to humans. But now somehow we have it. And it's, uh, I just don't understand it, how such a weak virus on paper, it can be killed by vitamin C, heat, is so bad, but at the same note, when the life is being taken, it's nothing to be played with. And for those who have lost anybody, my condolences, and I really wish the best for you and your family, and I hope that we can all get through this together, you know? Um... It is a scary thing. I mean, like, my daughter, she has asthma, and it's acceptable to it. It's, I have twin boys that are six months, and it's just like I got my daughter that has asthma. She's a twin also. I have two sets of twins. But it's just crazy to think that, you know, that one thing can affect us all no matter your race color where you live <laughs> you know as of right now regardless of whatever has drawn us apart we're all in this boat together and that's a scary thing that's a it's a scary thing that it took something like this for some of us to see it that way for those who haven't ever seen it that way and for those who still don't see it that way guess what it sucks. We're here, all in the same boat. We all trying to stay safe from this. So, you know, just try to be open-minded to it all and to the people that can be affected to it and not just worried about yourself, no matter how much it is affecting you and yourself. And it sucks. Fighting for money. Fucking people buying all the toilet paper. Oh, my God, what am I going to wipe my ass with? <laughs> I mean, just be sensible about it all. Like, I seen a guy when I was in ShopRite, and he was in the middle of the aisle, and the gentleman in front of him, he was in a wheelchair, and he had on a mask, and, you know, they both had on their masks, and, you know, trying to social distance, but the place is packed because, you know, nobody can find toilet paper and hand sanitizer, but everybody keeps coming to the store to get some. But anyway, he's letting somebody get past him because he's right in the middle of the walkway, and the guy... And the wheelchair turns around and starts yelling at him. 
Now, not to make matters worse that the coronavirus is on and, you know, people are supposed to be social distanced and nobody wants to be around the next person. It's a big issue. Stay on the line. You can't even be polite to somebody else. It made it a little worse that the guy in the wheelchair was white and disabled and the guy that was being polite to the pedestrian going past was black. Didn't make things any better. So the guy in the wheelchair proceeds to turn around. We're going to call him Tom. Tom turns around and he starts yelling at the gentleman. And he's like, uh, back up, social distancing, da 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 And we're going to call a black gentleman. We're going to call him James. James is just like, look, I'm just trying to let people pass. I'm in the middle of the walkway. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be all up on you. I got my mask on. You got yours. And Tom turns around. It's not about the mask. Da, 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 da. And for some reason, of course, when somebody's close to something like that, it's always somebody who wants to start talking to you. So James starts talking to me. And he's like, oh. What is his problem? I'm just trying to let people pass. And I'm just like, all right, I get both sides. You just both need to step out and look at the situation. Like, all right, look, my bad. You ain't got to be so irate. And you ain't really got to entertain this craziness, my bad, and just step back. But whatever. And then, of course, he proceeds to, oh, this white guy's crazy. But whatever. I'm not entertaining any of the dumb shit. I'm just trying to get what I'm getting and get out. And they proceed to go back and forth, and he proceeds to try to talk to me and plead his case with me. Like, I really care. And I just don't get it. <laughs> like, be sensible. That that should be the first and foremost thing. Like, the guy meant no ill intent. No need for you to be irate. And, I mean, my logic of it all, like, uh... Don't you got somebody come out for you? It's coronavirus and you're in the wheelchair. You probably shouldn't be the one out. Getting toilet paper. I mean, if you have to, you have to. I get it. Everybody ain't got somebody. But, like, that's what I mean by be more helpful. Whoever that man neighbor is, should have went out and got him some toilet paper. <laughs> like, but just be safe, people. That's me. My thought, my thought process of it all. So I'd like to just take a second and think. Whoever stuck around this long for listening. <laughs> but uh, for a second, I'd like to just, you know, I'd like to bring somebody along with me, somebody who has actually been doing this podcast and stuff since before anybody else <laughs> and recording podcasting, like way ahead of the curve on this note. But, um, you know, my brother from another, one of the greatest artists I've ever known, <laughs> one of the greatest musical minds I've ever met. I'd like to introduce y'all to Familiar. Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, man, bro, what's up with you, man? How's it going? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. Here we are on the first episode, you know, and of course, I gotta have you on it. <laughs> hey, man, as long as we're discussing anything and everything, I am down. Let's do it. Oh yeah, of course, of course. But uh, you know, uh, today I was looking at the Takashi shit, and that yeah, that that kind of threw me for a little loop. I mean, it's. I'm a little I'm I'm a little weirded out about it. I mean, I don't know how you feel. I don't know how the fuck to feel about that. I mean, <laughs> I can imagine how you feel. You're an artist and like a a, a, a urban historian, a, a fishing Like it's just like that's like 
you've been in the streets, you've been on, like, you, you, so, like. Nigga, I feel like that's <laughs> to the Twilight Zone. So, my whole reaction to that whole situation is frozen. Like, I watched the apology, and just like everybody else is saying, it's like, you totally understand what he's saying, and you get his point, but it's still not condonable. And it's one of those things you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. How like it's like the worst fear, like somebody's worst fucking fear, right? Like the nigga go okay. and then he snitch, and then you like, damn, bro, R.I.P. Bro, because that shit <laughs> about to really go down because the streets is real. And then you turn around and he come home, and not only did he like he snitch, but he just parading around like, yo, nigga, man, I'm still big, I'm still about to do what I was doing. And just excuse me while I was mildly interrupted by this federal fucking case. <laughs> I, where back. I almost <laughs> lost my, my whole entire life, but it's cool because the niggas is with me, they not around no more, and we going to just keep moving forward, like bigger and better things. It's like, wait, what? Did that happen? Yeah, I, I will say I will say that's probably something mind-boggling, how he's moving like that just didn't happen. And I can't even say it's like fully like that just didn't happen because he's talking about it, but like the character of what we know Takashi to be didn't change. He, I I personally expected something to change. Like, oh, he gonna come and not make trap music, or like he right. going like See, just feature. I don't want to say music. what I'm thinking. <laughs> you say shit anyway. A little fucked up, maybe. But I don't mean no harm by it. I just want to put that out there first and foremost. I don't mean no harm by what I'm about to say. But in I start off by saying this: in, in the history of rap, there's been a lot of artists who had legal trouble and had to try to revamp themselves after legal trouble. And most of them have went the route where he said, "You know what?" I'm going to stay out the way. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to change this. They might go in with a more positive outlook on things and say, this is what you can lose if you go in there. You know, they always kind of take that turnover and new leaf kind of approach yeah. when they come out. Yeah. I mean, you get some bad boys of hip-hop who come out and like, fuck it, I'll go back again. Mm-hmm. But most of the people, you know what I'm saying, bigger stars, they, they do that. I'm, I'm turning over new leaf. Yeah. Especially when, like, you know, when they did the whole Daniel Hernandez thing and kind of broke his life down, like, <laughs> You would think that after that, no, I mean, like to be honest, you would think after that they was going, he was gonna come back and be like, all right, well, you know, this is real. I mean, I like to make music, but I like to entertain y'all. Yeah. But he went right back to the character. So I mean, I guess when it comes down to that, bro, I I guess I could just say like, I guess we're in a different era of music, where the street shit must not really apply to these fans as much as it did. The core values because the streets is not really music is not in the streets anymore. No, agree, agree. Being you can mm-hmm. listen to Jeezy and wear your pants saggy and be from the suburbs and talk slang and niggas right. would think you're the toughest nigga in the hood. They think you hood. They think you gangster. I think what it was was at the time music was strictly, like it wasn't. It was still commercialized, but still it was geared towards the streets. And it was really accepted by the streets. When it went, like, it's going mainstream, like, main mainstream, to where the people who are now, this is now costume. It's yeah. what it's always really been, except for, I think, where people are having a problem with it, to be honest with you. Look at it this way. We used to complain all the time about, um, remember we used to complain about how rappers were going out there and they got all this money, but yet they're trying to live this life. True, true. And in aspect, what he was doing was doing that, but... He had on, he really did have on the costume. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for what I, we were doing, that that was pranks and stunts, and we're thinking, oh, okay. But the thing is, his pranks and stunts was with real people. He his was, card got pulled. 
Right. That's his the car difference. Got pulled, so his took, car got pulled. So it became something different because these pranks and stunts he's pulling were real people too. But you don't even really realize that all of this stuff that he say, yeah, but that's not the life he came from. So it, I, in my opinion, bro, I, the nigga just did some like unicorn shit. This nigga's a unicorn. He, he, he's, he's an anomaly. He's, he's, he's an definitely anomaly. an anomaly. I, I, I mean, I want to say first and foremost, bless him and his family, and mm-hmm. I hope nothing happens to them. Damn straight, damn straight, man. For real, for real. I wish no ill will towards him, man. I hope that you know everything works out. I, I would just, say I hope that he's a little lenient on doing so much so fast. Don't overwhelm yourself with the music and the theatrics and the beefing and because you ain't watching nothing. You're watching too much to be watching your ass or your family. Well, yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, they, because you have to understand, that's the one thing I was worried about. Like, him going back to the trolling so quick, I was like, damn, because at the same time, you didn't just put some niggas away. Mm-mm. You put a faction of the Bloods away. And whether or not you know it or not, whether or not they did whatever they did to you, there is still a code yep. that other Bloods may feel obligated to act on. Oh, yeah. Some people that ain't got nothing to do and they want a name, too. You still, like, you came back and you got a name. Oh, nigga, nigga shoot you. He about to be the man. And then on top of that, <laughs> on top of that, like, the niggas you put away... Having to have some really, really deep connections. So it's like, I don't know if going back to trolling is the craziest thing. Not unless you got some crazy protection. You must have, like, if I, you know what I'm saying, outfit boy sitting on a, on a I don't know who he got, but I'm going to say this. My dad told me a long time ago. He told me a few things about the streets. And one of the very many things he's told me about the streets was, son, if you want to portray yourself as a person, hang around types of people and indulge in certain situations, then... You need to know what you're getting into, what comes from it, and be able to accept it. It don't matter if you're busting windows in an abandoned house and the cops pull up, or if you're helping your friend chop up the body. At the end of the day, like you made that decision to put yourself in that predicament. Facts, me? Facts. I'm not from New York, no. <laughs> no, real. That's real, though. I mean, that's 100%. But I also understand what he's saying. Like, these same niggas that I'm feeding putting their family in, out of, taking their family out the hood, putting their kids in private school and taking them around the world, showing them things that they never seen. It's fucking me over left and right. They tried to kill me. I I, I could have respected more if he said his reason for snitching was because these niggas kidnapped me and tried to kill me. Well, not only that, he did say that. He did. He said he kidnapped me. They plotted to kidnap my mother. Yeah. Fucking on my baby mom. It's like, I... I'm stealing millions of dollars. It's like I don't you know about the niggas? fucking on baby mom. Yeah, I know. But he keeps if you gangster and you got millions and they steal the millions, like fucking what you call it said, the easiest thing to do is drop the bag. Team stronger than linebackers. That's what I thought. I said, well, in that, well, I mean, but know what we know, well, Daniel ain't t- like about that. Well, life. Not even that. If Daniel had pulled that at the time he pulled it. Daniel would be away for a long time. Yeah, no, that that's true because the feds had their own agenda, and Daniel well, knew nothing guys, about. So if he, if they got wiped off the map, I knew it. They wouldn't want to know how that fucking happened. Nah, yeah. So it would take. It would been like another Daniel Hernandez situation. No, I mean, what's his name? Um, no, I'm sorry, I said the wrong name. But you, yeah, that's another Hernandez. It'd have been another Hernandez yeah. situation. Yeah. My, my apologies to um, the uh, yeah. sorry, sports yeah. player. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I missed his name real quick. Uh, go ahead, refresh. What's his name? Um, because they they ran that whole story on him, and then 
like the football player for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. But um, sometimes I try not to get into that negative I, pressure. But I, like, I am impressed, and I'm a little befuzzled. But he said one profound thing through his whole record-breaking Instagram live that kind of made me sit back and look at this nigga like, maybe Daniel ain't stupid. And yes, his new name is Daniel. I'm no longer calling him Takashi. I'm on that bandwagon now. Oh, He'll be shit. Daniel you from wanna, now you on. You want to roll with that movement? <laughs> He'll be Daniel call? from now on. I can respect that this is, this, is your, this is your character. I can't respect what you did. And I mean, like, I would love to interview you one day if I ever got the chance to. Because... It, it'd be interesting to hear. I think I have some questions for you that nobody from, has asked. Yeah, I think that would be a dope segment from one street nigga to a nigga who like who's like in right around that. It's like how how where where's your mindset at? Where do you go from there? Like I mean, what man. do you do? And when he looked at the camera and said, "Y'all not mad at me for what I did. Y'all mad at me that y'all understand why I did what I did, and y'all society won't let y'all be okay with that." And the crazy part is, in his world, shit, society is okay with it. In that his shit, world, I kind of agree with what he said on that. No, like and, most niggas who are mad, they like. I mean, I understand what he's saying. It's always I understand. I mean, I said it. I not only all this mad that he did it, it, the slap in the face as he did it, and he get away with it. Right like, <laughs> with that, the bag. That's the crazy part. Like, it's like he <laughs> with got the like, bag. Like you, you got right back with to the, the bag. bag. It's like whoa, that's wild. Flip side, fuck the snitching, fuck the street code, fuck everything why do we live in a, a world where our justice system can say hey you were a part of these crimes here's 45 years but if you tell here's two I'm not saying they shouldn't take something away i don't know how a lot work i mean but to be honest two, like all the parts that he played in there was bitch ass nigga rules. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, and not not even to call him a bitch, but it's like nah, you weren't. He was in playing the, the flunky rules. Yeah, you you weren't like they didn't have him in in the mix. Now if he was like there and like really like putting in putting in at work, then I probably he probably would have got a different sense. But it was like he was in the back and and he like like he said he paid those dudes to protect them and they was getting into some extracurricular activities that he happened to see and be around. And I mean. He ain't snitched then, but I guess when and he came around, it was one of those situations where it was like, yo, what the fuck? Also, I mean, real nigga karma. Why was y'all real niggas doing real nigga shit, shit around, around this fake ass nigga? Like, I, I wouldn't even call him, I can't call him fake. No. I, I can't call that fake. But I would call him, why would you do it around somebody who you have a business deal with? That's a bit, see, that's right there, that's not street smart. You have a business deal with somebody to keep them protected from city to city. You're the security oh, yeah. detail. That's basically what you are. Yeah. You're, you're not really anything much more than that. You're now security detail. You have that. That's a business. That's separate from the work you're putting in in the streets. That's extra money you coming in. And at that, that and was your way out to look it. legitimate. And you're making music with it. You can fucking launder whatever it is you need exactly. to launder. That was your legitimate. Like, you should have never crossed. Or walk away. My mama taught me one thing when I was a young boy. Very young. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Some people agree with this. Some people heavily agree with it. Some people heavily don't, right? She taught me this. She said, there's nothing wrong with being real. But there are different versions of you and different versions of real about you. When you're at work, you're a certain person. You're at home, you're a different person. When you're out with your girlfriend, you're somebody. And when you're out with your guys, you're somebody else. You, there is a, she said, there is a face that you put on in different aspects that you go. 
from when you do business to when you're with friends to when you're with lovers. And you need to, one, know what they are, and two, master those so you know how to keep it separate. Because there are certain things in your life that don't need to cross over and you'll be happier if they don't. You don't bring your work home. You know what I'm saying? You can't you treat your girlfriend like work. your best friend. Yeah. You can, but there's a difference between. You ain't treating her like your best friend. Right. <laughs> there's a difference between. She's a different type of best friend. Exactly. <laughs> Niggas don't know the levels yeah, of that shit. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Learning no, that. No. Yeah, you're right. Learning that. That's how you learn to separate stuff. And if I'm a guy who I'm, I'm in the streets, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in the streets. At the times I was in the streets, I'd have never hung out with Takashi 69. One, his, to be honest with you, it's not biased. The hair. It's too loud. I'm on the low. I'm trying to stay out of the way. And that there is We can't creep like, around with you glowing in the dark. I'm going dirt. I can't. Like, they can't, they're going to be like, yo. He was with that nigga the, with the, the bright rainbow hair. hair. Like, I don't remember nothing, but somebody had rainbow hair. Exactly. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, wow. So, I mean, like, at that point, moving the streets, I wouldn't even be moving like that anyway. True. I'm not doing that crazy, True. not knowing that I'm, you know what I'm saying? That's business they fucked up. And at that point, right now, I bet all of them who are sitting themselves are like, damn. We had a golden opportunity, and we kind of blew it. And then you try to do a nigga dirty who put you, who put bread in your pocket. Like, why am I trying to kill the source of my money? Yeah. Did I think I could take over? Why? Did you think you were hotter? I don't know. What, what did you think? Did you have another artist? Or, like, I, like I what, what did you think you were going to do? Because I know they were with the entertainment part, too. And it's just like, what did you, what were you doing? What was the move after that? I guess they were going to try to pock this nigga like or something. I, like I said to you before, at the looking at the whole situation, don't, if he doesn't snitch... He's dead. Right. At the end of it all. So after the whole kidnapping and they're trying to get the baby mom and embezzling money from them, you, they're trying to kill you at some point at the yeah. end of the story. <laughs> all right. So, look, look. You ready? You ready? So, this show is about anything and everything, right? Yeah. All right, bro. Well, can I put you on to something real quick? Of course. Because I think this, this show has a lot to do with the situation. And I think anybody listening to this podcast right now will definitely get a kick out of this fucking show. It's funny as fuck. But... The the show premise is so fucking controversial, and it actually has to do exactly with this. It's called Forget About It. So if you're on Hulu, and you're out there watching it, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's free promo, but like, I was watching it in the show. Let me tell you the premise. The show is about a mobster, right? Okay. And the mobster has to move to Saskatchewan in, in Canada, because he goes, he, he's living a good life. His uncle, who's a little older than he is... Okay, he has an uncle named Cheech, and he's in the mob, but his uncle's kind of a loud mob, flashy, always fucking up and doing shit, doing weird shit, mm-hmm. getting risk schemes, and finally, the mob decides they're going to put a hit out on him, okay? And uh, this is all sung to you in the be- very beginning. You watch the shit play out in the very beginning of the of the opening of the show. It's kind of cool because... Like, wow, here you go. Right, and then you get to figure out later why these things what, happen. Yeah. So, like, all right, so... I like, when, I like when movies and TV shows do shit like that. Definitely. They give you everything up front. You're like, Wait, what the fuck? Yo, and they take you lie. right back to the beginning. The opening song for this bitch is cool as fuck. It's funny as fuck, and it's really cool. It's like in a, it's like somebody doing, like, an opera-type of Italian joint. It's really dope. Get them by. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that, too. It's dope as fuck. All right, so look. Anyway... Basically, they were about to put a hit on his uncle, and he tried to go to the uh, the Don and tell him, like, yo, can you call up the hit? And the Don didn't call up the hit, and something happened, and all of a sudden, you just see the Don flying out of the, the top floor window of, like, a 52-second building. No shit. <laughs> like, that's a second. 52-story building, my bad. But, like, yeah, he starts flying out of uh, this building out the window, and he killed the Don. Then you see after that and that the mob's now trying to kill him. So he, his only choice that he had was to go to the FBI and read all the people who were trying to kill him so he can save his family. So they ended up sending him up to Canada and all the people that he ratted went to jail. And now they live in life and witness protection, trying to like stay out of 
doing shit, but they stay doing mob shit while they in <laughs> witness protection and shit. Like people be going, they be having people going missing like, and shit. We being good, kinda. <laughs> right? It's a car, yo. It's a cartoon joint. It's a it's like, comedian oh, cartoon joint. It's like a family type, a family oh, yeah. guy type joint. Yeah. But like it's that. it's yo the the comedy Forget there is on point. It. It's sharp, bro. It's definitely sharp. But it's funny that that show is like doing so well on Hulu and shit. About somebody doing the same thing, basically Disney doing stuff for six nine not going to hiding because he's like I'm famous, I'm gonna go get the bag. Yeah. Like, when they said this nigga wasn't gonna go in the hide, he was just gonna be him, him like no extra, no nothing. I was just like, all right, you see that different type of idiot, or you a lot smarter and tougher than we giving you credit for. Like I'm not sure what's going on with this. It's gonna be a crazy situation to watch pan out. What if? What if? Right? Plot twist. Right? Because uh, there's anything and everything. Right? And I'm sorry to take the listeners on the ride, but like. What if conspiracy theory? He really was the mastermind behind it all. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and then came home, bro. He's just like, yo, I'm and gonna use these niggas. Not gonna be touched because niggas still here. They like, oh shit, he got out. We thought we got rid of him. We thought, right? Yo, we like, was a done deal. like, what if they was trying to kill him because they was trying to get rid of him? Like, you don't know how bad he is. Like, that shit would be wild. He really is the gangster. That shit would be yeah, one way six nine. Eight. This nigga's a killer. <laughs> He's a killer. He was he was really the one doing this shit. Like he's the mind. Like we thought we was working for a nigga. He was the nigga. We all thought we was working for. Right. That would be a crazy plot twist. It would be wild, but um, you know what I'm saying. That's a plot twist for somebody. You know what I'm saying. Just to pick your brain on something. Yeah, that would be crazy. Fucking yeah. This nigga go through the rest of his career. Because you you know white people love Wayne Brady because he. Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy. Yeah, that would be. I don't know, man. I'm thinking, like, um, also, just, like, to kind of kind of keep uh, on that stretch of things that are kind of happening, I, I heard you talking earlier about uh, the coronavirus. What do you think about that? Man, I, t- to be honest, it's weird, because... It ain't stopping my grind as far as music goes because I had a plan already. So like while everybody's lost and scrambling getting stuff together, I was already on this direction. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, do 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 do, and I'm just kind of walking through and everything. I'm seeing people affected. Like I can't do this, I can't do that. Sometimes I think preparation, everything. Yeah, really, preparation is everything. It's kind of crazy because right before it all went on a halt, you was like, I'm about to, I'm about to make this move and watch this. I'm about to do everything and nothing all at once. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just like why everybody living their life and then everybody stopped. It was just like, but like you said, you still got everything in plan. Everything just keep moving for you. Why everybody else motion and stop because of the coronavirus. You're like, I'm still doing what I got to get done. Yeah, get man. Done. This album in November is definitely going to be something that people are um, going to be able to appreciate. I think the vibe with this has such a, uh, a real ring to it. And the crazy part about it is like, I'm going to be honest. I'm about to DJ poo myself. Because <laughs> you know I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm about to do a 30 for 30. You know what I mean? I know that we discussed that. And yeah. like, I guess this would be the first. Wow, wow bro. You're breaking the news right now. <laughs> you're breaking the news. Can we get a hand? Oh, back? man. You know yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right here. Uh, first been, episode, breaking the news. Here we go. Let's do this right. Yes. This is the first time that Familiar has done an World interview. Premier. Mere. Since Mere. I think this is the first interview for <laughs> Since Fire um, Shake. No, no, no. I, I actually I did get to do a uh, shout out Prince Jalil. Yeah. So I did get to do uh the, the morning show with him. Um but 
after that, this is the kind of the first interview that I'm actually breaking out and telling people about the 30 for 30. So, um, yeah, um, I'm about the for 30 days, I'm going to release a track a day. I'm just going to keep dropping tracks. So, like, you now get to hear all the... You wasn't ready. <laughs> you know, you, you know how people you do the lost tapes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to bring that back. I want to bring back the lost tapes thing. Like people don't do that yeah. anymore. So now yeah. I'm about to drop a whole lost tape situation. Since we are lost in time, let's drop a lost tapes, and it's gonna be but thirty days of just. One thing I also notice: people love to feel like they found something they missed. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like these. These are definitely gems. I think that people are definitely gonna get to hear a different aspect yeah. of my music and be able to appreciate. Um, everything that has been embodied so far. But what I'm working on now, this new wave, is something of a different monster in its total uh, totality. I, I, I have something... I know personally the return is definitely going to be something beautiful. Like well, I know not... you heard it, so you know. It's you actually the... <laughs> know. So, like, the thing is, like, talking to you, like, I'm talking to the people who haven't heard it right now. Like, everybody who hasn't heard it right now, everybody who's waiting for my next project and seeing where it was going from where I dropped the unexcused absence, oh, boy. Like, oh boy, like, let, let's just say, like, the, the, the time frame couldn't be better, you know what I'm saying, and, and the, the platform couldn't be better for what I'm about to do, so I hope that everybody who's listening, stay tuned, because it's about to get real interesting, um, but, um, you already know what it sounds like, so you know yeah. what I'm about to do, so, like, it's funny, you're, start, you're just talking about premonition, album called The Return, and the world's about to open back up, it's just kind of, just kind of funny, just putting that out there, it's just a thought I had in my mind, <laughs> return, everybody returning back to normal life. Trying to at least sometimes, you know, like I, I, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I feel like I see things, you know, what I'm saying, I see, th no, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> but so, no, I mean, but on, on, on another on music tip, and like, uh, what do you think about some things that are going on in music? Like, one thing, and it, it might not be music per se, but I'm liking this about the music culture is, and me and you've touched on this before, is legends are now speaking about things interviews that were recorded back when videos being out there weren't out there now being dropped so you're starting to hear and see things yeah the untold <laughs> that you'd be like oh shit like um like okay you know what another good uh good listener for the air man i'm just dropping jewels for people you know what i'm saying i'm on this but like go check out um show me the way i'm just saying hey, taking notes show me how to we we talked about it, you know. I was telling them to go. Um, I was actually telling you to go check it out, but I'm gonna tell them now. Um, make sure that you go check out the uh, documentary. Uh, Chibango dropped the documentary a little while ago, and we was talking about it. Um, and that was called um, uh, Evolution of Hip Hop. So on Netflix, yeah. you check that out, and that gives some real cool untold stories too. You get to see like really the birth of hip hop up to where we are now. And he got in the room with some people you didn't think he could get in the room with, and like and with that. And then you start to couple that with the stuff that you're talking about with, like, YouTube. You start to see them stories. You're like, yo, this shit all made sense. Like, I love the NWA movie. Mm -hmm. Getting to see the background on that, that was that was dope. And he, they were even saying there was more to it they wanted to drop, but they couldn't. Wu-Tang, this, this situation with Wu-Tang, that's a... I, like, I, I still haven't gotten into, into it yet. But even from what I was hearing in clips that I saw... Like, that's about to be something that's going to be something amazing to watch. I think it's kind of ironic that so much of the culture... The history in the culture is bubbling up to the forefront when the forefront of its artists know nothing about that history. Isn't that kind of like crazy how when you think back to two years ago, every artist that was on the radio is big. 
who's who's that? Per- I, I I didn't listen to that. Or my parents never listened to them. Or that's not who I grew up on. And it's just like, and now, and at least my vortex of the internet that I swirl down every time I open my phone is always that being pushed out there. Like, look, no, this is this is this this is that. You didn't know that about this person. And I, no. I hope that is drawing the artist into. Something different a little bit to understand that it's more than getting high and coming up with a melody. Like, right. And that's why that's why I was talking about that documentary, the evolution of hip hop that give them a history. So, I mean, if you're a real artist out there and you you really do this, you know what I'm saying? Because I really do this. You know what I'm saying? You can definitely check me out on all platforms. I need the same thing. F-A-M-I-L-L-I-R. And then. Look, Instagram is underscore R. You know what I'm saying? My name is dash R. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you want to type in my name on YouTube, Spotify, F-A-M-I-L-L-I dash capital R. Emphasis on the R. So, if you don't know, what you should know, but it's cool, I forget you. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, um, I really do this. So, if you really do this, that would be a documentary for you to go ahead and look into. So you can see heritage. I think what's really happening, bro, I think what we're living to see right now is that our genre has lived to finally have a history. Like we were in the midst of it at a time. We didn't want to call things old school. Our parents didn't want to call KRS, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you know, when you're looking at someone special like Rock Kim, Special Ed, you know what I'm saying? Schooly D. Shout out to Schooly D. He's a cool ass boy. Like for real, for real, he got he got the craziest. I hate to use a kindergarten term, but potty mouth man. Like, bro, <laughs> everything is fucked, but he's Look, cool as shit. I seen the pictures of you and him, man. Y'all seem like y'all was having the ball. Oh man, yo, dude was dope. Like he's a legend. He's a hip hop legend. <laughs> chill with him, man. Most people don't know what it's like. Dude. What is up with that? Always finding yourself in the spots with like real legends. I remember you telling me a story one time. You found yourself somewhere with like a legendary boxer. Old guy, and like, oh, yeah, we gotta <laughs> like for real. For real, my Instagram be telling stories, bro. Like, you start to see me in my Instagram, you start really looking at them pictures. You're like, yo, bro, been a lot of places. I mean, um, with that, I was in Miami. Um, you talked about Star Studded Weekend, that's the weekend I met Buster Rhymes, and he was like, yo, nice chain. And I was like, yo, good looking out. Like, that shit was crazy. Like, we, we, uh, we was at the Fountain Blue. I'm sitting there, we just got up, you know what I'm saying? Came downstairs, you know what I'm saying? But no, no, I'm lying. Yeah, no, I did just get up, though, but that shit was, like, late at night, though. We came downstairs and shit, because the club's about to open and shit. And uh, I had my chain on, and that nigga popped out the joint. Big as fuck, bro. Bro, yo, bro, bro, in real life, I'm a big nigga. That nigga a big nigga, bro. Like, bro, 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 bro yo, this nigga, yo, nice chain. I was like, damn, like, like, real shit to scale. You know you have a fat-headed people, like, you should... You just kind of think that maybe they should have a fat-headed nigga. Yo, it's funny, because I was just watching the video, and he was talking about... I saw he did with somebody or something, and I'm just the whole time. See, I don't know what he was saying in the video because I was just looking at him like, who the fuck ate Buster? <laughs> and then put on a bodysuit. <laughs> then put on a bodysuit. And came on, out with his voice. He had on like, um, my man had on the uh, the Bruce Wayne uh, uh, Superman suit and shit. Like, like I'm I'm sorry, and like, look, I'm getting older, so I kind of I I don't know how it feels to be looking at fifty or forty five, but. It's something I got to tell my old heads. Getting bigger is not going to keep y'all younger. All you Dr. J's and 50 Cent's and, and, and Buster Rhymes, don't matter how much muscle y'all niggas put on, your knees still going to hurt when you get up in the morning. I don't know about that, bro. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it, it feel like... 
I just realized it's like a trend. If you that strong, I feel like maybe not. But I'm realizing it's a trend though. Like, oh yeah, when they yeah, yeah they like, just blow up, hey, bro. Like, like, look, like Timberland, Timberland, like a brick now. Like, I'm like, hey, everybody, like, I'm trying to get on this workout is, plan. Like, I guess I'm not like it's maybe not enough protein and diet or something. Like, I'm definitely about to. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm about to go to GNC. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, speaking something. of GNC, shout out to y'all stock being down. I'm about to cop up on some of y'all stock, you know. So everybody get healthy after this coronavirus is over so I can feed my five kids. Yeah, one, two, three, four, fifth, five kids. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dropping some free yeah. jewels on right. them right there. Nah. But, um, yo, okay, so the uh, so after uh, after that, the next day, um, we're out there and we're actually getting the car by a lady coming around. Uh, I think we're heading out to the studio to meet with... Uh, uh, we were supposed to be meeting up with Tory Lanez that day. Um, and when we were leaving, we noticed the uh, the valet. He started coming over. He's like, hey, what's up? You know, he's talking to us. And uh, one of the guys who were with me, I didn't actually notice. The one of the guys who were with me was like, yo, you're the famous boxer. And, I, I, you know, his name slips me. And if anybody can go to my Instagram page and name this guy, I would love to shout him out. Because, like, it, like I know for a fact that, you know, he's definitely a, a legendary boxer. Um, but um, he, he was like, yo, you know. You guys, what, you guys want to take pictures? And I was like, yeah, no, sure. Hell I would yeah. love I was like, I would love to take a picture. Yeah. I, and I'm, it's crazy because I'm in Miami at the time. And, you know, so many people ask me about that picture. And it kind of pains me that to this day, I still haven't done enough research to figure out, like, um, who this legendary boxer is. Um, but it, I'm going to find out, you know what I'm saying? Because it's definitely, people ask me about that picture all the time. They go to my grandma, like, yo, you was with uh, the, the boxer, boy, and they don't never say his name. I should put a, a contest. I'm about to put a contest and give away something free for somebody you can name him real quick. Yeah, because shout him out. I think about that. Like, who is he? And it's crazy because you always come to me with these stories. Like, it's <clears throat> it's weird. You always say, when you keep working, you always end up around the right people in the right place at the right time. Met the fidget, kinder, um, fidget spinner kid? Remember that? Yeah. I met him like... It was just like, one day it was like, yeah, bro, I'm doing this stuff. And then the next thing I know is like Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. What is this bro doing? And I'm like, yo, everybody is just like, yo, how? He's like working, not staying still. So like, that's my motivation thing for the day. That's another thing that I want to start doing on this podcast. It's like, you guys, start being more positive in life and motivating each other to upbring and do things like you know let's start supporting each other no matter on whatever scale it can be like everybody always thinks support means money support don't always mean money sometimes your time is more valuable than anything you can give a person <laughs> yes sir so like let's let's just remember that and with that being said i thank you like really thank you for coming through on the podcast this first episode is, is definitely turning out to be a great one like this is a yo, great man, like, yo, the, yo, I'm happy to be here. Like, I'm excited. I'm real excited. I'm thinking, like, you know, with this podcast, like, what you have here, it's something special. The direction is going to go in. <coughs> Excuse me. Then in Corona, that's blunt. But look, um, you know what I'm saying? The direction that that's going in, I think it's going to really be able to kind of open people up to not just having a lane, but kind of talking about the things we talk about every day anything and everything the stuff that comes across our minds and is i know this, this is stuff it that, anything on your mind like okay okay real quick can i drop something for everybody like real quick yeah. what about the weather today it's freezing like i just want to hold on let's it's make snow. let's it's snow let's make <laughs> let's make oh, may 10th okay 2020 it's a sunday and it it snowed it was cold cold 
and yesterday it was cold, cold too. I mean, it's, well, now, now, it's now it's Sunday. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now it's a Sunday, but it was Saturday when it happened. So it was May 9th when it happened. If everybody listening, but like, you know what I'm saying? Late night podcast, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We working while y'all sleeping. That's what's up. <laughs> You know the best time to do it. Yes, it is, man. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that I had to come through so late, and I'm 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 grateful that you were you were able to accommodate me being able to come through so late. You know, I'm always working. Today I was in the studio working on the return. I know. Um, I actually got the cut. Uh, the feature track is actually about to drop. The video is coming soon. It's mm-hmm. called um on one. And I know that people were listening to it. I was like, yo, yeah. Somebody said, yo, um, yo, Drake dropped. I was like, yo, that was like ten years ago. Bro. Like, I was like, right, I was like, like, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, song titles are the same titles. Check it out. It's definitely something different. I think you're going to like the vibe. And if you can, you can run with me real quick, you definitely going to see yeah. a little bit something of what I've done before as far as it goes that that, that, that sound that people like before. But definitely something new. I got something cataclysmic coming on the way. It's definitely, it's about to shake up everything. Because while everybody's not been able to uh, work, I've had somebody dedicated. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Berlin, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Waffle this smoke. Man, this My nigga soul? is out here moving. Okay? <laughs> yes. And he's making things happen. He is stronger than linebackers, bro. You he know is what another saying? one Look, that is on his bro, job. Bro, the buzz is strong and the love is everything. You know how it's about to happen. Like, this, I'm this. telling you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know. That's my catch tag. That's what I say. You know what I'm saying? You've probably seen it. If you know who I am, you've seen that. You know what I'm saying? You you, you know, seen the B. You know what I'm saying? You've seen the strong ass arm, the yeah. heart, and the world. And that stands for the buzz is strong and the love, love is, is everything. everything. You know what I'm saying? Because without you, there is no me. And that's how it goes. Mm. And this has been one crazy, crazy segment. Yeah, definitely, definitely enjoy having you here. It's been one hell of a conversation. I love your side point of it all from Takashi and his craziness. Yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate that, man. I everything appreciate you got going on. Oh, yeah. that's what I was saying. A million <laughs> times over. You can, anytime. Yeah, this door's open for you anytime. You're more than welcome. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. I can't wait to actually come back. Oh, definitely. I like I said, look out for the return. You know what I mean? Yes. It's your boy Familiar. You can find me on Instagram at uh, F-A-M-I-L-L-I underscore R. Or if you're looking for my music on any uh, platform, which is on all platforms, all streaming platforms, um, it's under F-A-M-I-L-L-I dash capital R. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Look me up the album that's out right now. It's called The Unexcused Absence. Be on the lookout for my 30 for 30. That's right. Yeah. 30 days of straight heat. You know, ain't no sports. So he he bringing a little sports to you with a little 30 for 30. You feel me? From the line. Bring something in a little early. You know what I'm saying? Bring bring some heat early. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. The return's coming this fall. Uh, Be on the lookout for some singles dropping as well. I mean, we working. Video's coming. I'm, I, I mean, the buzz is strong and love is everything. I love y'all because y'all love me. Exactly. And we love you back, man. Thank you for coming. All right, man. Y'all have a great one. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for having me. Everybody out there, good night. I'm about to get working, actually. You know, you know I'll never sleep. So <laughs> exactly. I'll probably catch y'all. Y'all see me. Shit. You know, work. That's what we talking about. What you talking about. <laughs> What?